Star Tripper is brought to you this and every week by our dear patrons over at patreon.com slash startripper. We could not make the show without the support of our listeners, and it means the world to us to have you on board. We are so grateful to those of you out there who support your favorite content creators. And if you're not supporting us already, a monthly pledge of any amount you can spare helps keep us flying. So one more time, that's patreon.com slash startripper. Star Tripper is also sponsored this week by BetterHelp. Sometimes it's amazing to live in the future, and it's hard to pick out a better reason than getting to have your weekly therapy session online with BetterHelp from the safety of your own home. Once you sign up for BetterHelp, they'll assess your mental health needs and put you in touch with a licensed professional therapist within 48 hours. Since BetterHelp is available worldwide and allows you to search for counselors according to specialty and experience, you can be sure to find the right person no matter where you live. You can log into your account and message your therapist anytime. You can journal your thoughts to send to your therapist or keep to yourself. And you can set up secure phone or video sessions right in the app. And BetterHelp is committed to facilitating a great match. So they make it easy and free to change counselors whenever you need to. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. We love being supported by BetterHelp because we believe you should always have the best support in improving your mental health. We are proud to offer 10% off your first month of secure online therapy when you go to betterhelp.com slash startripper. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health and sign up with BetterHelp today. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash startripper to get 10% off your first month. Startripper is also brought to you this week by Elixir, a new podcast from Realm. Elixir is a Prohibition-era fantasy following Elsie, whose sister has gone missing, and the only clue she has leads her to a hush bar, one of the last remaining and illegal establishments where people consume magical elixirs. And Vera's family has made elixirs for generations at the Jaded Rose. With her father imprisoned, she is responsible for protecting their traditions, no matter the cost. But as Vera helps Elsie find her sister, a temptation more potent than any elixir arises, risking it all for each other. For listeners in search of romance, magical mysteries, and stories dripping with atmosphere, this all-lady cast of queer performers will take your breath away. Elixir comes to us from Realm, an audio entertainment company creating original fiction podcasts, including official continuations of popular stories like Orphan Black. Realm collaborates with best-selling and award-winning writers, directors, artists, and actors to create expansive, diverse, and immersive shows. Learn more about Elixir at realm.fm, and be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And now, for our next destination. I'm telling you, we're going on that ship. Normally, I'd be super with you, but hello, spooky abandoned cruiser and clearly foreign pod docked but not answering comms? None of this is a red flag? <sighs> Cortez Cruiser 331, please respond if you are in need of assistance. I'm telling you, they're scavengers. Hello, travelers, and welcome back to Star Tripper. Serena and I are just having a little disagreement about boarding a ship clearly filled with looters. Proxy, what do you think? The heat signature on the smaller vessel is cold. If they are scavengers, it would seem that they have stayed longer than expected. Someone could be in trouble. Traveler's code dictates we lend a hand to potentially marooned voyagers. Well, thank you! Proxy, please begin a docking sequence. You're joking, right? I mean, traveler's code? That sounds made up. Come on! Mutiny! Mutiny! 
Well, you know what this means, travelers. Creepy abandoned ship adventure. Serena, lend me a weapon. You're not touching any of my weapons. Come on, I'm out of charges for my blaster. They're hard to find. It's vintage. Here, you can take this flashlight. Man, two mutinies in one day. Being a starship captain is not what it used to be. Yeah, but it's a big flashlight. On approach vector. Oh. What do you see, Prox? The bay doors appear to have been hacked open. See? Looters, I'm telling you. Apologies. I mean to say, torn open. By something large, it seems. It appears the Star Tripper is going to be able to bypass forced docking and fly right into the cargo bay. Well, travelers, you know what this means. Time to wear our new space suits! <laughs> Aren't these great? They're authentic, functioning, phase gravely replicas from my third favorite adventure, Phase Gravely and the Tomb of Solar Noise. <laughs> I got them on a great deal, too. Yeah, exactly what I want in a spacesuit. Affordable replica. Oh, what? You're not going to wear the suit that saved Faze Gravely's life in Solar Noise's sonic torture chamber? Come on! That was made up by a writer, you goof. Landing sequence initiated. We're dropping onto the cargo bay floor, looking very cool, I might add. Stay alert. Flashlights on swivel. I can't believe you sent our regular suits off for repair. This cacking thing is bunching. They accentuate the thighs. Faze had great thighs. I think there's atmosphere behind this door. Festin, help me get it open. It's quiet. Yeah. And what's this stuff in the air? What stuff? Here, look in the light. Little floating particles, see? Starting analysis. Periodic aperture checks of your suits might be wise. Instruments and air filtration could be affected. Unidentified creature. Follow me. Just make sure it's not a stray synthopet before you, you know. Entering Bay Corridor. I need some light up here. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> no visual yet. Approaching the end of the corridor. Preston, Serena. My analysis of the floating particles has produced an interesting result. They appear to be spores. Ooh. Whoa, Serena. Want to describe what we're seeing for our listeners at home? There's fungus over pretty much everything. Different colors and textures. Ship's electrical is down, but large patches of green moss on the ceiling and walls are glowing. It's beautiful. Ah! Let's move. Hold position. You listeners, we're watching a pair of legs getting pulled into an open ceiling panel and... Well, I think you can hear the chewing. Poor who's ever still wearing their spacesuit. On our six! Don't take another step. Whoa there, I come in peace. Did you see it? 
See what? Oh, the creature? Yeah, it's right over there. Well, it was right over there. State your name. Ha! Sorry. I am Zetimer Zaptal, adventure xenologist on expedition, sent to investigate the shutdown of this fine vessel. So you're the docked pod. Why didn't you answer your comms? Oh, I'm sorry I missed you. Long-range comms don't work this far inside the spore cloud. Well, I don't love that news. Uh, proxy? Hmm. How dangerous is this place? Ha! Well, no more than usual, my dear. When you're an adventurer, you're never far away from the next scrape, if you know what I mean. I have been hired by the Cortez High Council to uncover the mystery of this vessel's destruction, and study the creature that is now residing here. I have deemed it a fungoid, as it appears to be mainly mycoformic in nature. It was eating someone. <laughs> Unlikely. I'm the only one aboard. Well, we saw, and it was definitely well, eating some- we only boarded because we thought a rescue was needed. We'll head back to our ship and get out of your- Clear away! The game is afoot! Really could have used a weapon! <laughs> Listeners, it's pretty hard to describe what I'm seeing. Think a bloodthirsty monster about the size of a mapolo, but totally made of fungus. It is really- No time for that, boy! Help me set up the containment field! Here! Set this up 20 pieces that way. Blue button, then green button. Go! Okay. 20 paces. Blue, then green. 20 paces. Blue button, then green button. Done! Excellent! Now get behind something! Serena! Help is on the way! Hold on. I've got you! Oh, God. No cacking way. The beast is now two beasts! How intriguing. You gotta be kidding me! Now there's three of them! Stop cutting! You think? Yep. Definitely should have stayed on the show! Serena! Cack! Serena! Don't worry! I'm coming! I'm. Oh, oh. Sephra Zai, that's a long way down. Don't worry, my boy. We'll find her. Think about it. Where are the other two of you? Sorry, didn't catch that. I'm going to be leaving now. Watch it. Oh. You grew a flower puff? For me? Well, thank you. It's very... Spores! Spores! This way! How do you know where you're going? Phase Gravely 7, Two World Order, takes place on an old Cortez science cruiser. 
just like this one. And if I know Face Gravely 7 even half as well as I think I do, Serena fell towards the lab deck. Help me with this hatch. It's grown over. <laughs> Mashing logic, son. <laughs> Look, the deeper we go, the more tenacious becomes the fungus. I bet we're headed straight to the source of all of this. Come on, Serena. Just don't get eaten a little bit longer. Right turn? Oh, she's in no danger of being eaten. But we saw a pair of legs being eaten. The fungoid feeds on fabric. What you saw was an empty spacesuit, no doubt. Ha-ha! Oh. Wow, you're really great at this. Do you get that a lot? What do you mean? Ha-ha! Well, you know, you're out here all alone. Seems pretty dangerous, but you're not afraid or worried. You're a bona fide space adventurer. Like FaZe. Ha! What is life without a little danger, my boy? I've always wanted to make my mark on the universe. And I doubt I'm going to do it being worried about some bumps and bruises. So cool. Seriously. You know what? I'm not afraid of bumps and bruises either. Second guessing be cacked. Oh, real quick though. Suit aperture check? Suit systems nominal. Yippee! Adventure! Air purification system overloaded. System shutdown imminent. Reroute all power to the intake scrubbers. Back away. It's hard to see through the fungus. Atmospheric scrubbers overloaded. Beginning system reset. No, 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 no! Fungal spores detected in anterior atmosphere. System shutting down. I'm okay. System rebooted. Atmospheric scrubbers non-operational. All other systems nominal. Whew. Well, that's a relief. Okay, now I don't feel so good. Oh. Oh, no. Do you understand this? Whoa. When did you start speaking common? Our spores are translating inside your head. Cool. You're so many different colors. Do you know that? Sharbendi flexolia. Formerly a mycological test subject on this vessel, no larger than a test tube. When we were damaged in an asteroid storm, the ship's titanium core exploded, taking with it the entire engine room and several decks on either side, making the cavernous space in which you now stand. Wow. Many perished. Some fled and escaped pods. Afterwards, we believe a reactive element in the asteroids caused my test tube, the lab fungus, and the dead to become a new consciousness. And we need your help. That's... So sad, Bembi. I can't believe you've been out here all alone. And after that tragedy, it's just having a moment. Unhand her, beastie. What? The hunter. Serena? Serena! We protect our home. Big scary fungus tentacles, not good. Focus! I'll fend off the fungoid. You set up containment. Three markers, 20 paces, blue, green. Here I am, big boy. Come and 
Get me! Right, first tripod. Twenty paces. There. Um, blue. Green. Whew. Serena, you okay? I'm kind of sort of a little woozy, but I'm working with it. Come on, we gotta help Bembi. Who? The fungoid's name is Bambi. They dosed me with spores so I could understand them. Oh, okay. Wait, uh, I'm supposed to set up this last marker. <laughs> you later. I've got a discovery to catch. Bembi Senti and Zetimer? Oh, but you already knew that, didn't you? Indeed I did, my dear. <laughs> Serena, the Force Guild blocks my connection with the fungus. We're trapped. Cortez didn't hire you, did they? No, but I am an adventure xenologist. I was studying on a nearby planet when escape pods of a large Cortez research vessel came looking for shelter. They brought with them stories of their lost experiments. Well, I had to see if there was anything worth salvaging, and I stumbled upon the greatest scientific discovery of the millennium. A new element, capable of kick-starting evolution. An element, I believe, that still resides within your friend there. So you're a scavenger after all. I'm not gonna let you lay a hand on Bembi. <laughs> You've named it! How cute! But I think I like Zetamorph better. We're lost in an asteroid field. I've been jamming signals for a quarter cycle now to track it in peace. It seems it's just you, me, and it. And me! Flashlight! Ooh, and it still works. Amazing! You okay? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, your hair doesn't always glow, right? Hmm? Our apologies. The effect of our spores should wear off. We needed to communicate with you. Oh, it's alright, Bambi. Can't believe you've been locked in here with a madman for so long. We cannot fend off the monster alone. We are in your debt. Happy to help. Where will you go now? We don't know. Where is a safe place when you are hunted? You know, Festin told me about a place he visited once, and I think it might just be perfect. Well, travelers, guess where we ended up? That's right, the forests of Lakeus Six. Serena had the frankly brilliant idea of bringing Bambi here to lay low and help mow them Loda with their garden. No worries, young buck. Your fungal friend's in good hands. Safe travels. Till the next one. Bye, Mullum. Ah, yep. This was about as good a spot to drop Bambi off as any. Not sure anyone will think to look for them way out here. We also turned Zetimer Zaptol into Cortez authorities for intergalactic looting. Because legitimate salvage is one thing, as the dread file clerk Pixis will attest, but it's definitely a big old space crime to harvest minerals from a still living body of a sentient being. Zet's days of slicing and dicing are behind him. And best of all, I picked up some charges for my vintage blaster, so all swell that ends swell. Ooh, and after all that, where is Serena, you may be asking? 
My head feels like someone threw a rave in it. Hey, champ. Brought you some tea. It's Forminium Herbiton from Mullum's Garden. How's Bambi? I think they're going to be just fine. They have a shot at a real life now. Good. I'm going back to bed. Okie dokie, wheel and spokey. <laughs> Hangovers, huh? Anyway, always a pleasure, travelers, but it's time to be moving on. So, we'll see you next time on Star Tripper. Oh, my bad. On Star Tripper. Bye, everyone. Star Tripper was created by Julian Mundy. Hey, that's me. And produced by Misha Stanton, Ian McEwen, and me. Drifting Like Spores was written and directed by Ian McEwen, with a story by yours truly, sound designed by Misha Stanton, and performances by Ian McEwen as Festin, Sierra Shea as Proxy, Sammy Lappin as Serena, Bernardo Cubria as Zetimer Zaptol, Sheldon Brown and Lisette Alvarez as Bembe Flexolia, and Kurama Danqua as Mullen Loda. Recorded at a safe social distance with production help from Lauren Shippen and Evan Cunningham. Music by Ketza. For more, check out ketsamusic.com. Additional music this episode by Daniel Birch and Solar Flare. Check us out on the wave at startripperhq.com for transcripts and links to subscribe on your pod bank of choice or on social media at startripperhq, where we love sharing fan art and other show-related stuff. Need the most recent show announcements or updates? Our Twitter feed is the best place to look. If you want to support the show and are in the position to do so, you can find us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash startripper. Even a regular $1 pledge helps us immensely to keep making cool shows for you, which we would love to keep doing. Thank you for flying with us. And now, this week's Star Trip survival tip. The real measure of a traveler is in how they treat someone they'll only meet once. <laughs>